MD gitu. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is Adam Vale. I'm a senior editor over at The Coalition, with a K, thecoalition.com, and I'm joined by editor-in-chief of The Coalition, Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, Adam? What's up, listeners and viewers? And Throwdown Show over on Twitch, Carlos Romero. Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on is we are... We are here, people. This is uh, Fear the Walking Dead, Season 8, Episode 9, Sanctuary. We are a few days late, mainly because of life, busyness, lots of stuff going on. Got Carl still on location, running around the world. And over at the Coalition, we got a lot of content, a lot of stuff going on. It's a busy time, so we got all kinds of stuff covering TV shows, Invincible, and game reviews. So please go check that out there's a lot of work being done on the site so that is what's going on and of course we still got this that's dragging its feet uh fear the walking dead holy moly um before we get into it thanks again for all the support over on youtube and itunes and spotify and for the follows and for people sticking with us through all these years of covering the walking dead because uh, i'm sure like myself and you guys uh, you've heard oh well walking dead's done uh, that's it uh, the mothership is over and uh, these spinoffs are going to be pretty bad well the spinoffs so far dead city and uh, daryl dixon have been very good uh but what does need to end is this show the fear of the walking dead it's 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 sad but we'll get into it but just real quick thanks again for all the support um if you haven't seen it which i'm sure you have uh but if you haven't you can go on amc plus or just amc itself uh probably on your dvr if you haven't watched it but then again you're not missing much so we're gonna break it down and discuss and pretty much bitch about this episode because uh that's been the pattern for this uh second half of the final season it's been a real letdown um and before i jump into all of that just to let you guys know it's not we don't like poo-pooing this show you know it it's it's not like we want it to fail we don't we liked it we liked fear we liked where it was going we figured it was going to end strong it has not the storytelling everything just the only plus is the cinematography and the set design i love it it looks great they do they get some great shots of these characters but man the story and how things play out which we'll get into it it just oh it's a mess it's a mess that you spend more time in disbelief of what you're hearing than appreciating the fiction that's being displayed with walkers and people trying to survive and all this stuff. I mean, uh, case in point, the fact that they even find Dwight at Sanctuary, which is the name of the episode that Dwight shows up at Sanctuary. Meanwhile, they're in Texas over Padre, and I had to look it up. That's a 20-hour drive. So they took a 20-hour drive in the shot in the dark to think, well, where would he go? Well, I guess he would go back to Sanctuary. Really? No. No. That... It's, it's those type of things. But uh, anyway, thanks again for tuning in and uh, let's get into it. So um, we knew this episode was going to be about Dwight. They hyped it up for the through um, the preview from last episode. It was like, oh, it's going to be Dwight's right. And they talked about Sanctuary and they showed some of the flashbacks. Now, before I jump into it, did anybody think we were going to see Negan? 
Rich, Carlos, did you guys think Negan was going to pop up? Or... Uh, definitely not, because there's no way in hell they're going to afford uh, Michael, uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan. Uh, so I, I definitely did not expect him. You know, I'm Rich, you didn't expect him. I don't think we did. No, I didn't expect them, but uh, they did have a lot of flashbacks, so you kind of saw him and a few other characters. Yeah, and that was... Uh, Daryl. Yeah, yeah, we saw yeah. really quick, really quick flashbacks, and we got some dialogue with that, with, uh, with hearing uh, Negan talk and, and do that whole thing. But it's just, huh, for them to start this episode off, and I get it, it's, it's Dwight, and they named the Sanctuary, and I'm like, are they really going to do that? Are they really going to have him go back to Sanctuary? And they did, and that just broke everything for me because of the distance. It just doesn't add up. And then that one rando that finds him. Where what is Dwight doing? He's in his shack, right? Just hanging out with a lantern. Why is he near Sanctuary if he has no plans of ever going in Sanctuary? That's never brought up. That's never brought up. Because when when Sherry and June and Dove, when they find him, they they're still surprised that he was even there, which again doesn't make sense. Like I, it, it's all over the place, right? Because think about it, he's in a cabin or a house or whatever. Guy comes in, right? They have a little altercation. The guy's like, "Hey, listen, listen, I'm not trying to rob you or anything. Uh, I just got robbed, and they took my insulin. I'm a diabetic." He doesn't believe it because he was like, "I've heard this before with Sherry and her sister and all thing." He says, "No, no, no, no. These people took it. They they took it. Please, please help." He's like, "Okay, fine." So he he goes over to help, and they're in sanctuary. Did he not know how close he was to sanctuary? Like it, he looks at the place and he says, "They're in there." Then forget it. You're on your own. Why did you travel this far to get that close? He's in Virginia from Texas. Like, I, doesn't mean when he had said that in the last of he was leaving, going to go home or whatever, that would be Alexandria then, right? Because he left Alexandria looking for Sherry. So I, I don't understand why he, it, that didn't make sense. Didn't make any sense. You know, I, then to get inside, and he gets the flashbacks as we, we we mentioned, where he sees the furnace and all that stuff, and he just pauses. And no surprise, you're standing out in the open. You know there's bad guys in there, and you know all the history. And God points a gun at him. He has this little one-on-one. Hey, hey, listen, you stole something from my friend, and uh, I just want to get that medicine back, and then I'll be on my way. You'll never see me. And the guy says, "Well, you stole from me." What? What did Dwight steal? What, what? Did we miss something? Was was there? Was, was he robbing them before? Uh, he's, he's just talking about uh, the medicine because he he because he's considering it. It's his now, so it's like, oh, now you're stealing from me. But he's not stealing if he's asking for it. I don't know. It's one thing. Oh, he, well, he he didn't ask for it. He took it and then he got caught. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah this is right, the insulin right. that he stole. Yeah, from yeah, them, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's right. All right, all right. So yeah. then that's that that explains that because that that threw me off when he said I'm stealing from him. As a, but it's not yours. But the, I don't know, whatever. But <laughs> the funny that it was like two good moments in this episode, and it was this: he's looking at the furnace, the guy, you know, is pointing the gun and talking all this trash and stuff, and. He, Dwight just shoves the gun out the way, grabs the guy's head, and chucks him into the furnace. 
right so you hear him screaming way too long i mean if you got flames in your face like that i'm, I'm assuming it just melt away your vocal cords all that but whatever we keep hearing him scream he's he continues to stand there and then of course he gets shot right that looked like dwight got shot did he not get shot yeah he did get shot that's never brought up again well, no, because when when June and them caught up to him, they actually patched him up, so he's fine How? at that point. How? I know, but that's the thing. How? Like, was it a graze? They they didn't really. I don't know. It, and the reason why I bring that up and, I, and I'm pissed is because, as we know, Dove goes on her own little adventure. We don't see what happens, but she came back and she was shot. <laughs> you know, so she's like, oh, but the bullet's still in me. It's, it's, it's just, it's too much. It was too much for me. You know, but uh, just for to see him come out this back with Dwight Eagles out, it, it, it starts having this breakdown, and that's where we get the flashbacks with Daryl. He's screaming, Daryl, you should have done this. There should be more people inside Sanctuary. There was a guy who just shot at you. should be other ones. And you're out here screaming all this stuff. Now, again, it looked like he was close to Sanctuary. The dude that he was getting the medicine for died, turned into a walker, so he had to put him down. Having this whole panic attack, car shows up, Sherry, June, Duff, they pick him up. Problems. Problems. Because right there, they're at Sanctuary, right? They know that he's, he, did he really stumble miles away from the, the warehouse that is Sanctuary? Like, it didn't. <sighs> it didn't make sense. And I mean, I mean, they, I guess his his original house was always right there. That's what I'm saying. He didn't do a commute. When the guy found him in his house, it was dark. He says, hey, this guy's robbing me. He said, okay, let's go. Oof, they're over there. So that tells me not that far, right? So yeah, he was that close to Sanctuary. Guess he never knew. I don't know, whatever. But the fact that they show up, the crew, that they were looking for him, and they find him there, and then when it turns into daylight, and like you said, they patch him up, everything is fine. And, and Dove had snuck away wherever she comes back. She's shot. And a whole other group shows up. They have a little one-on-one -on -one with Dwight about, hey, what you did. And you know we have medical supplies. We'll do a trade-off, blah, blah, blah. And the Sherry's like, wait, what place? What? Sanctuary? Yeah, you picked them up right in front of the damn place. You know, the last scene. How do you, what, what is going on here? Like, I, and then they were like, oh, well, let's just jump in the car. We can race back over there because they came out here on foot. So we'll have, you know, X amount of time to get the medicine, patch her up, and then we're good to go. And that's the plan. And so everybody left Sanctuary to go hunt down Dwight on foot when he took off in a truck. I, I don't I don't want to nitpick people. I'm not trying to, to to pick this show apart just for the, the hell of it. It's just these are things that just come up that you start thinking. It's like we this doesn't make sense. Well, it's not only just that. It's just the premise of this whole episode. We we we've been complaining about characters going back to old places that really doesn't serve the overall narrative that well talked about Moe and Morgan 
going, uh, well, at least Morgan going back to to Georgia to you know to get his son, and now we're going this this whole thing with uh, uh, man, sanctuary. I'm, yeah. No, what's what's the the name of the Padre? Man, I'm no her name. Uh, the one that with the oxygen. Oh, um, um, Madison. Madison. Madison going with this whole thing with her kids, uh, and and now you know Dwight, Dwight and 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 his and his girl is like they broke up like the last the, the last scene of the of the, they the broke last up multiple times. She left him. <laughs> he tracked her down. She had her own group for a while with little creepy masks. Uh, then then she broke up with him. It's like no, that's it. I have a new life. Then they got back together. Then they broke up again when she said she wanted to go kill Negan. That was during last season. Remember it was that he's like no, we can start a new family. We can start a new life. And so she stayed. It's been a back and forth. Yeah, and and, and we and we mentioned this during the last uh, part of the season. We said they're only breaking up just so they can get back together for some dumb reason, and this was the reason. So, just the whole premise of everything is has been uh, you know a down point for us. So, not to mention the execution hasn't been that great. So, it's unfortunate, but you know it is what it is. Yeah, let, I, let me just make a quick comment. I agree with, with everything Carlos said. Uh, it seems to me the theme of this particular sh show is about the characters dealing with trauma or having to revisit the past to get over some of the issues they uh, didn't get, get over with uh, previously. So this is why you had Morgan going back to Georgia and, of course, Addressing this, the situation with his son, you have now Dwight and Sherry in in this episode. We have Madison have looking it. for her zombie daughter roaming around. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I guess that's what they aim to do. But I agree one thousand percent with what Carlos said. Although I, I will say this, uh, Carlos made the comment the execution has not been as good. I'm just going to say the execution has been garbage. So uh, that's that's what I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even the scene. And I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but the the scene with Dove on the on on the table when when they're in the sanctuary, and and they're asking they're asking Dwight to to pull the bullet out, and she's like, "You couldn't even save your son." <laughs> it was I, no one would. That was just uncalled for and out of place, and I I don't know what they. The writers were thinking, like, what kind of reaction did they think they were, they were trying to pull from the audience for something like that, for a line to be delivered at that moment? It, that no, at that point, just uh, it, it kept going though with that because then she started trash talking June with everything. And I was like, no, you can't do anything. This is the main reason why I had to leave Padre because you guys, you don't know how to run stuff. You don't know how to do anything right. This and this and that. She's the only one that's gonna. You know what? Let her die. Just let and, this girl and, die. And it's and it's and it's Dove. It's not even one of like the the main main characters. She's she she was there for the first part of the season where you know she was skeptical and stuff. She's always a person. It's like oh, she was the one training on Mo. Side. She was the one training Mo. She was the one training Mo, and then suddenly they needed they they needed someone. It's like it's like coach. We need we need a fifth player. Let's uh to to settle this whole Dwight uh. Uh, June, 
and all this stuff. It's like, uh, let's get Dove. And then they just threw that in. It's that doesn't really serve the, like, ah, it just doesn't fit. No, no. It, it seems like they just got her just to, because they needed another character to create tension. Yeah, and, and here it is where you have three episodes left. And so we're expecting some deaths. You know, just that's it. Just throw everything at the wall, go all out, throw some crazy deaths. And that, not just for the sake of killing them off, but if it's meaningful. And there is a few moments in this episode where there could have been some meaning behind the death. Whether it's Dove dying and that brings back memories of Finch, uh, which is Dwight and Sherry's son who pass. And so then that pulls them back together because of another loss. It was like, shoot, we we tried to help this one, but maybe we, we can, you know, they're grieving. And that was the reason why Dwight left. Well, you're trying to help the situation. And yeah, Dwight took blame even for her getting shot. But no one he didn't know that they were going to come after him and travel and, and try to track him down it wasn't like one of those situations where he was like well they're going to find me I need their help no so uh, and she went running off to do who knows what remember that happened while they were patching him up it, it was very weird when that happened it, off camera but uh, they, they had a few of those moments where I was like alright this is when we say our goodbye to Dwight, because here it is, it's Sanctuary, he's got the flashbacks, he's fighting a bunch of no-name goons that are there, they're not even f former members of the community, they're just some stragglers that so happen to live there. And that, that, that you know, doesn't really happen because he goes into his old room and he sees some drawings on the wall and Sherry sees it and they have a little heart-to-heart -heart about memories and this, this and that, and she locks him in there. And she says, no, I'm going to take care of this stuff because you got all these walkers that are outside because they heard all the noise. They're banging on the walls. And it was interesting with this because they're like, all right, so they're banging on the wall trying to get in. It's like, no, they're trying to not only get in, but the whole place is going to collapse. But the part that threw me off is we see the walkers banging on the actual structure, right, of the building. But as we saw and we see later, they're also around the fence area banging the fence so uh, there still has to be an opening or else it wouldn't be that close to the structure you know what i mean it was just weird because sherry goes out there and she's just pulling like you know a one-man army rambo style just like bucking shots headshot boom 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 she's on the walkie june's like what's going on i hear gunshots i was like i'm handling this where's dwight oh i locked him in the room you know, he was going to come out here and do a death wish type thing. And I had to put stop to, you know, that the community, the kids need him. He trained them. I'm like, well, he did a bad job training them because Madison and Daniel didn't bring any of those trained kids whenever they went on their trips. Right. It's always the same group that we know. It's like, where are the new faces? Where are these trained soldiers? I, I don't that that fell flat with that whole reasoning. But she's bucking all the shots. And then she gets too close to a fence. Walker's bash the fence. It falls on her. Now she's trapped under the fence. So, did you guys think this is when we lose Sherry? I will raise my hand. I said yes. Yeah. Uh, that needed to happen. If And if they made the decision to take Dwight and Sherry out, you know, a romantic death together, I would have been fine with that because... 
as they kept going back and forth, the white was talking about, oh yeah, you you had the same idea I had, which was to come out here and possibly sacrifice yourself. So I would have preferred that to actually happen to the characters instead of what did happen. But uh, obviously, I guess they have to keep them alive for some reason uh, going into the final episodes. But yeah, it's, it didn't make any kind of sense to me. But yeah, somebody should have died in that scenario right there where you're basically on the ground and the walkers are right there. The fence only separating you. There's no way in hell. In real life, somebody is going to die in that situation. You're not going to survive that. So well, that, that even was all the pressure, either all the pressure with all the walkers that are all just putting, laying on top, trying. They only showed that one walker, but yes. when they did a far shot, you saw there was a bunch of other walkers in the area near that fence. They would all just gang up on top, and that the pressure alone right there probably would have killed her. Exactly. Oh, man. And then they started showing quick cuts with Dwight. And instead of him punching the door or the window trying to get out, he's punching the wall. And he's just banging up. He's just smashing his hands. You see blood and all this stuff. I'm like, why? Why? Yes, we get it. He's frustrated. He hears all the stuff going on. Then you're fighting at the door. You do everything you can to break down the door. And then, of course, June opens up and it's like, oh, you know, uh, she needs your help. She needs your help. And he hears it and he goes running out there. And now he's perfectly fine to hold a weapon. He's got his gun. He's shooting. Uh, no, no, sorry. He's got his axe. You know, and he's chopping up. And then they've got a lot of cool little scenes here. They're killing these walkers. But it's not about that. It's about their conversation and how they're trying to figure out the situations. And he's like, oh, no, you came out here to, to sacrifice yourself. And, and that's why you were you wanted me to stay locked away. And you thought I was going to. It's just like, who cares? This No, I don't want this conversation in this moment. It, it didn't it didn't make sense. So he killed the walker. What he pulled the whole fence up. And she called that. I, that no, I. I can't. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much filling the blanks. It's very much. If I want to give it any kind of credit, it's like a comic book in a way, because comic books are by frames, and of course you have to cut some parts out. You know, you're not gonna do like a flip book. You know, for every motion. But man, it, it doesn't add up when you're like, oh, there's a herd of walkers putting pressure on a fence. He kills one way, he pulls her out, and then now they're all dispersed and they're giving him space. And we get it. It was done for the dialogue so that way they could have their conversation heart to heart about what's going on in their relationship and situation. But we didn't need that part. We didn't need that here. There was There's too much of that. And we've talked about it before, and I'll say it again. It's like a novella. This is like a soap opera. Uh, really on that level of all this dialogue that makes no damn sense that is very out of place and still happening all the way to the end and that these if, if somebody was writing this down and if you're if you were listening if you close your eyes and it's like how would you put this together if you were in that situation right or if you were trying to put yourself in that situation are these uh, the arguments and, and the conversation you're going to have in that moment? No. No. Because common sense is, let's clear a path, let's get back inside, and let's focus on getting everybody to safety. No, they have this whole little, it's rather kind of long, this conversation back and forth. She's bucking off shots with endless rounds, and he's using his axe, and it's as if they have the situation under control. And uh, that... It's it's eye rolling. 
at that point. It's, it's one of those where you you can't even, it's not to take it serious, but you can't. It's Walking Dead. It's, it's zombies and all that stuff. But it it's not immersive. It takes you out of it. It takes you out of the moment because you don't feel, you're one minute you want to feel worried and concerned for the characters, but then when the characters aren't even that concerned about what's happening, because they're focused on some other stuff about Finch and the life they had and all this, then it's like, wait, wait, they, they have it under control, I guess. They don't care. They're good. So then let me just hear them out. Then the killing is just to distract us. Yeah, and what happens? Of course, the goons show up, and they start bucking off shots, and Dwight and Sherry go running inside. We get some really cool moments inside the sanctuary. Things are falling, and then debris and walkers and all this stuff. And there was a fun, funny moment where the main bad guy, we never get his name or whatever, and he, he grabs Dwight, bangs him against the furnace, the same spot where he was standing before when he put his friend, and you could still hear his friend in the furnace, but now he's a walker, and he's like, oh, this is going to be great, and this whole thing, he opens up the furnace, but once he does that, the dude comes out and attacks him, and so it's chomping on him, and it's like, oh, all right, whatever. And that was uneventful. I thought there'd be more of a fight or something. But uh, whatever. And uh, they go and they hide in another part of the furnace area that's secure because it's, it's steel. And then they have another touching moment of all of them talking. And uh, they give June a pep talk because she's still not sure if she can perform the surgery and all that and take the bullet out. And Dove is still talking like she's okay. We saw her before walking around and sort of collapse. I was like, oh. You you have a bullet in you and you're bleeding out. I don't, uh, whatever you know that that part, but it worked out of course. You know they take the bullet out and the the best scene I think from this episode is once they leave the furnace, and you get that far off shot, that wide shot, and we see everything's destroyed, everything has collapsed. You got all the walkers are all dead because I guess everything fell on them or whatever. But it was it was really cool to see that set. And everything laid out. Before before I go any further, what did you guys think of just how they they closed that part? To, that Dove is fine, and Sherry and Dwight are fine, and June is back to performing her surgeries, and oh, and all the walkers are dead, the, and everything collapsed on them. That worked for you guys, Rich. Uh, it did not work for me. Uh, the best uh, part, the best scene for me of this episode was when I saw the credits rolling at the end of the nice, nice. Uh, I mean, I, I will say this like I said, you know, they, they took a very safe approach to keep all these characters alive, so I would like to see what the payoff is with that because there's only three episodes left, and I think we all know and can easily predict that Troy will probably get killed, and yeah, and, and perhaps, uh. We're going to see Strand finally get killed as well, I guess. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but I just feel like um yeah, it's I I wasn't really impressed. Not with, with any of the episodes so far this season, I haven't really been impressed. So with the last three episodes, I, I'm gonna keep my expectations low. But I will say this this episode, I guess you could say it was okay compared to the other episodes we got in the last couple of weeks, but still. The the dialogue, the writing, 
it's just it's just it's it's very lackluster, I guess you could say. Like like you said, Adam, like it feels like you're watching a novella, and I don't care about that. I I want to see people actually get killed because in real life, if this stuff happens, everybody's not going to survive. So I think it need to be a little bit more realistic with what happens to certain characters. Yeah, so. More tension, more, more stressful situations. Just feel that that uneasy feeling that at any moment one of these characters can just go. It is the final season. It is the final episodes. They set it up perfectly for Sherry to go with the fence, for Dwight yeah. to go when he went out there to go save. He could have just said, "Hey, get back in," you know, and then maybe he gets shot or whatever. He starts fighting with the guy outside, and I mean, the fact that he got shot and is perfectly fine to still wield an axe and do all this stuff. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I mean, she's, it wasn't even June that helped, you know, it was, it was it, Dove. It's like, no, how? And not, and, not, and not to mention, as you already said, they had the scene where Dwight was punching the wall, but yet moments later, this guy is using an axe Yeah, yeah, no. to take out the, the, the walkers. So yes, yeah, silly stuff like that doesn't, uh, doesn't yeah. make any kind of sense. No, it, it doesn't. <laughs> and and that's what I'm saying. I was like, where, oh, how, when they were sitting down in the writer's room, did this make sense? Did everybody <laughs> gather around? Like, yeah, that works. That works. I like that. I like that. Not one person said, well, oh, wait, I raised my hand. Um, question. Um, if, he, if he's smashing his hands profusely against a wall and there's blood, we're going to put blood there, right? Yes, yes, lots of blood. And then we're going to go a nice zoom in on his hands all mangled. Okay, that sounds, all right, that works. Um, what happens after that? Uh, well, June gets him out, he gets his axe, and then he goes to town to help Sherry, just killing on the wall. How? How? <laughs> we just showed it. We focused showed it. It wasn't like, oh, well, we're going to hint that there's damage. No, you zoomed in on his hands. You zoomed in on the wall with the blood splat from his hands. You were telling us he banged up his hands. His hands are a mess. But then he's perfectly fine, and they don't ever bring it up. Well, let me just say, I, I know how AMC responded to the person that asked that question. They said, Thank you. Your services are no longer needed. So uh, take care of yourself. And we, and we wish you well. <laughs> I right, wish you well on all your future endeavors. Go out there. Go be somebody. <laughs> you know, it's it's a shame. It's a shame because this uh, seems like common sense stuff. We're not going too deep in it. It's like, hey, you've showed us this and then this happened. You, you had him get shot. And one scene, and just a couple hours later, he's walking and talking and running around like there's no problem. <laughs> it, it, no. Meanwhile, you have another one also shot with the bullet. They said they can't take it out. It's too close to an artery, but yet she's also walking and talking. And then at some point, she even tried to take the bullet out herself. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Are you making it seem like this is a splinter? You know, it, it, it would have been more convincing if it unbelievable if it was glass. She had a piece of glass in her than a bullet. Oh, they stabbed her or a knife wound or something like that. Same thing with Dwight. If he got stabbed, okay. No, you're focusing with guns and bullets. Sorry, people don't heal that fast. Mm -hmm. It's 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 too much. It's too much. And if that's the case, if everyone's getting shot. You gotta kill somebody off. Dove should have gone. 
She should have flown off like a dove. Oof. Gone. No, didn't happen. <laughs> Sherry, perfect setup with the fence. No, didn't happen. Dwight, perfect setup also. Going out there to save her, do the whole thing. Like, all right, this is when it happens. She runs out of bullets. He's swinging like a madman. What are we going to do? I don't know what we're going to do. I know what I'm going to do. You know, and he says, go. And he just starts swinging like crazy. And then they overwhelm him. Do something. Uh, I feel like the last impactful death. And go ahead, leave your comments on here. What you think is the most impactful death on The Walking Dead? Any show, any of the franchise, any of the, the, the series. I would say Carl. I know a lot of people are going to say Glenn. No, I knew that was coming from the comics. But Carl, I did not know was coming because in, in the comics, he lets it to the very end. He never died. So for him to die, that was such a shock. I could not mm -hmm. believe it because I'm like, well, shit, where do you go from here? Go ahead, Rich. Oh, no, I agree 100% uh, for the regular Walking Dead. But I, I will say this for this particular show, I still think John Dory getting killed. That Man, was. That hurt. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. cowboy? Yeah, the yes. cowboy. Too. Yes. That, yes. Mm -hmm. For this show, definitely. I agree. Cowboy John. That was unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> the way he got shot, the way he died, the, the the way they built him up for the longest. Like, even on Talking Dead, remember? They're like, oh, this is great. There's a cowboy. He's he's awesome with a six shooter. It's, it's This is what we wanted. It, this is awesome. And then he just gets killed off. It's like, why? Why? Did the actor want to leave? I don't know if I ever looked into it, if there was more to it. If there's anyone that should have stayed on that show, it should have been him. You know, then they, yep. they brought in the dad, remember, they, out of nowhere. And the dad, he was a known actor. He had a big part as well last season. But it felt, he, uh, he died also. Yeah, he died also. And he did. He had a noble death. You know, he went out trying to save everybody. Same thing. But, uh, man. Yeah, that's right, John, Cowboy John. That was that was sad for this show. Yes, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, what you call it? The uh, son. Oh man, Nick. Nick was a surprise because I really thought the show was going to focus around him, especially with uh, Madison gone, the, the the stepdad gone. Uh, a lot of characters, a lot of actors were leaving the show during that time, and I was I was taken back. I was like, "Oops, this is it." This is going to be like the. I don't know if Carlos, if you know that there was a group called the Menudos, uh, and that's what Ricky Martin was part of. And it was a, a show, a singing group from uh, Puerto Rico, and they would always rotate a, a member of the group, right? And they had a TV show also. And it's like, oh, they would have a bunch of them, and then next season somebody leaves and a new person comes in, and then it just the show goes on. And I was like, shit, we're about to lose the whole original cast of this show, and we're going to get all new members soon. And it almost happened that way. Because all we had was Victor, original member, um, Daniel, who came back magically after being looked like he was dead in the house fire. <laughs> but they, they brought him back. But uh, I think it was because of everything that was happening with all the cast members leaving. Uh, Madison, when she she had left. So it was uh, Victor, um, which was Alicia. Alicia, and that's it yeah that was it until daniel because nick was gone madison was gone husband was gone um and that was yeah that was it that was it 
And that's when I remember when the showrunners were talking about um, what's his name, the main dude, the showrunner that looks like uh, uh, Daniel Bryan. Oh, it's, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, the main dude. That's right. And they had asked him when Fear launched, will there be any crossover with Walking Dead? And he said, no. He says, we have a strong enough cast. We have strong enough stories. It's going to be on the opposite end of the United States. It's taking, taking place on the very edge of the West Coast and all this stuff. No, I don't see that. And we don't need that. Well, that quickly changed because then we got Morgan saying he need to go on his, you know, adventure, his quest for inner peace or whatever. And he wanders off and they did a whole montage until he finds his, himself over on the West Coast. Poof. And then same thing with Dwight. I gotta go find my wife, Cherry. She's out there somewhere. I gotta go find her. And same thing. And then he finds this group. So they, they, they broke the rules. They broke the rules. And I remember uh, um, the actor that plays Morgan. Uh, what was his name? Do you remember his name? Uh, Lenny James. Lenny James. And yeah, that it was like uh, it was in one of the interviews. Ah, oh, man, I wish I, if I remembered it. Because for a long time I remembered the interview, but it was like, oh, what made you want to take this role to go? He's like, well, they told me I was going to be the lead. <laughs> they said, you're going to be the lead of this show. And it's because they had just lost their lead. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. If, you, if you're no longer going to be a supporting cast member and they're going to build the show around you, which they did, then yeah, go for it. Even if it doesn't really make much sense. But they did it. So anyway, the I am I'm sort of rambling there, but um, oh yeah, that's right. I was talking about the most memorable death. So yeah, you're right. I almost forgot about that. John Doring. That was that was a big one, unexpected for this show. But since then, it we haven't seen anything else. Like this whole thing with Charlie last episode, couldn't really care about it. It didn't really do anything <laughs> for me. It was a pointless death. She didn't have to die the way she did. There's plenty of other ways. And then they put that whole warning disclaimer. Oh, if you know someone with suicidal thoughts, I'm like, well, this show didn't need this scene. It didn't, it didn't do anything to progress the story. You know, we're not feeling anything like yep. with John, when John died. We felt it. We're like, well, where do they go now that he was such a main yeah. character? He was, and, he... And... Oh, no, I agree. You, you, you felt it. You also felt it because uh, his wife had to be the one to kill him. So that's why yeah. I said, oh, yeah, because you saw their entire relationship on the show. So that's why I say, yeah, that, that was a more more impactful uh, death for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She didn't bring that up when she was talking to Dove either about people that she lost mm-hmm. and stuff. And she talked about mainly gets kids and she talked about her daughter and the whole thing with the medicine, and all that stuff. But she, again, I also should have brought it up. Hey, I also lost my husband. I've had losses in my life, but uh, yeah, at the end, what happens? They all get together literally as a happy family. Cause Dwight says, all right, we're going to work this out with Sherry. And he looks at June. Remember I told you way back, you're going to be part of the family. I made you something. Here you go. You're part of my family and you girl, you're Dove, right? She gives her real name. I don't care what it is. We know her as Dove. That's it. They're calling you Dove. And he says, you're part of the family too. So now they got an adopted daughter. And uh, they're going to get in the car and head back to Padre to go fight Madison's fight. <laughs> he was like, what's going on? Oh, well, some guy had some beef with Madison and wants to take over Padre. And he's like, all right, we're going to do this for Finch. And they look up and they see a, a bird, which is you know, Finch. And they're like, oh, he's looking down on us. I'm like, oh, my God. come on now. You didn't even care about the boy. Remember, didn't he, was it hers? One of them left. 
and or they couldn't even say that they were his parents right that was the whole thing it was a deal so that way they could still be around him they couldn't tell him yeah that was it because they said we're your parents they they told him he didn't even know and he was like nine years old yeah um that's exactly what it was uh one thing i will say uh yeah obviously you know you don't like to see uh kids getting killed on uh, these shows obviously you don't want to see that but i do want to say this you made the the comment uh, er earlier about the carl death being impactful that made sense because we saw carl grow up on the actual show we mm -hmm. didn't really get enough time with this character to care that much about the character oh we didn't so get time with any of these kids with mo with finch yep. it, it was just it, it feels rushed and when they do, yes. and this is always the downfall what you hear with these shows when they do time jumps, because a lot happens within that time, and you have to tell that by story because you can't visually show it because it didn't happen. And then hope that the audience connects. Again, leave in the comments did you connect with any of these kids? Did you connect with Mo? Did you connect with Dove? <laughs> did you connect with Finch? Did you feel for them? Did you feel for the parents? Do you care? Because that's what this is all about. When Once you hear the slow piano music playing in the background, which this episode had plenty of, they're hoping that this pulls on your heartstrings like a walker, you know? And that you, <laughs> it, it causes the waterworks for you to like, oh, I feel it. Oh, it, no. I didn't feel it. I wasn't feeling it because, like you said, we haven't spent enough time with these young characters to feel anything. Exactly. So it don't care whether it happened on camera or off camera. It doesn't matter. It's the main characters that we care about. And it, there was plenty of moments here that they could have had a meaningful death and just moved on. And it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, I don't I don't know if we're going to see any of that come to the next uh, final episodes. I'm still amazed that Strand is part of this show. If there's anyone that should have died... <laughs> From the second or third season, it should have been him. Uh, and they could, because he's played, he's flip flopped so many times. One minute he's friend, next minute he's foe, then he's friend, then he's foe, then he's friend. It, it's a constant, right? He always puts himself in a position of power in some group or runs his own group. And I'm like, when, when does it stop? When does that? We really thought. Uh, the beginning of this season that it was going to end with the big battle remember they kept hinting this is it we're going to take the mm -hmm. tower you one of us is going to fall well it happened uh, but it, we didn't see it <laughs> it's right we just see everybody leaving because everything is in ruins i'm like well why couldn't you just show up the battle or oh, the production all right whatever Plus, well then don't don't say it don't do it don't tease something and don't deliver that that that's worse whatever man that's why I don't have really any high expectations for this big battle you know for uh, uh, the Padre I, I I don't do you think anything major is going to happen Carlos or Rich like did you predict like, oh this is it we're going to see some epic big war we don't even know how many people this dude has with him I'm blanking on his name but the one that has the beef I feel Troy. like, uh, yeah, Troy. Yeah, Troy. I feel yeah. like, yeah, go ahead. I feel like the best thing to do with this show is just to keep your expectations low. 
<laughs> oh, they, they make it easy for that, though. Yeah. That's why. They make it so easy. It's like... yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna... I... yeah, go ahead, Rich. No, I just want to say, I'll piggyback on what Carlos said. Keep your expectations low. What I expect to see in the penultimate episode, they're going to have a standoff with Troy once again. And then the final episode, maybe the last 10 minutes or so, then you'll see them actually uh, go, you know, toe to toe and, and take him out. That's probably what's going to happen. They'll be wasting a lot of time. And, and, and one other thing I do want to mention is there still is supposed to be an episode where they go into Troy's backstory about what happened to him. So I'm assuming that that is that's probably not next week. That's going to be right before that last episode. But I guess we have to wait and see how that uh, plays out. I'm going to say something crazy. I know yep. listeners, viewers, and I'll be like, what? What? But this is this is what I think is going to happen. Only because I just, I think it's going to be dumb. I think it's going to be dumb. A big falling out. It's going to happen. A big war, whatever. Maybe we see it. Maybe we don't. But we're going to see a lot of bodies of no-name characters that we don't care about dead. A helicopter is going to show up. It's going to be a Civic Republic <laughs> helicopter. And our boy Rick Grimes is going to come out. And he's going to say, where's Morgan? <laughs> it's going to be something dumb. And the reason why is because I think they're going to try as best as they can to remind the viewers that Rick is still alive and that there is another show, another spinoff coming with himself and, and Michonne. And I think that's, that's something that they're going to do. Well, I, well I, I think that's a... Well, I, I don't know if anything that extreme will happen, but I, I will say I do agree 100% with you that they're going to put something at the end of this show to make you feel as though it was meaningful, just like they did with the other show that we reviewed, which was horrible. But then at the very end, they're like, oh, now they're in Paris, and this is somehow connected to what's happening in Daryl's uh, Daryl's story. So I could definitely think they're going to do something like that at the end of this show. <laughs> Just to remind you, oh, yeah, this is connected, and this is also interesting, so you should stay tuned for this. Yeah, and remember, the, the Civic Republic had a big role in uh, last season, and not even, yeah, pretty much last season, with the whole nuke and all that, going mm -hmm. into it, and then they just stopped. They just killed it off. Like, why? <laughs> You know, it's like there was a whole other military group going on. There was a lot of story back and forth with who's part of it. Remember, they were tracking them down, and then it's gone. Eh, forget it. We're scrapping that. But we know that plays a bigger part because they are the ones that took Rick Grimes. So mm -hmm. that why and hell, World Beyond was all about it. I feel if anything that we've learned from that, besides introducing runners at the very end, is that they were really focusing on this new military force slash group that had a bunch of outposts throughout the world. And they were going to try to, you know, take over in a way and try to bring order in their in their own way. And I was like, okay, that's that's what you're telling us. That's the story. But and that's started feeding off into fear. And then they just scrapped it. And now we're back to just this. Just random guys coming out that should have been dead saying that now I'm the new bad. Now I want Padre. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah. It 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 makes it seem like the plan that they had with Padre was well, there is no plan with Padre. It's gonna be that fantasy land. It's like the like Oz from Wizard of Oz. Like it's a place that maybe they'll get to, maybe they won't. 
And then when they finally said, all right, we're going to get there. What is it going to be like? I have no idea. I have no idea what it's going to be like. Uh, do we uh, just put a bunch of kids there and that's it? That's the other part that they don't bring up. Is that, remember, there was still a bunch of adults that were there. Remember the ones that June was sniping and cutting their fingers off and letting them go back. Where are all these people? Where are all the adults that were running the place? They're all gone. So now they make it seem like it's just a bunch of kids roaming around that need Dwight to help them. Because as Jerry said, they will follow him to the ends of the earth. Don't know why. We haven't seen that. We never saw that connection with any of these kids with him. We can go on and on about that because this show is just not consistent with any of its storytelling. But, you know, maybe uh, it's our, like you said, expectations. We had high expectations and it's it's below low right now. It's a, it, I, I don't expect anything because I don't see them delivering on anything impactful. So it is what it is. But thanks again, people, for hearing us rant about this episode and and hopefully uh, you understood where we were coming from and, and maybe you agree and if you agree then go ahead and comment and let us know what what else you think is going to happen with this show so uh thanks again for listening and watching or on itunes spotify youtube of course we are over at the coalition that's uh, the coalition with a k.com you can check out all our other content that's up there and we will be back for episode 10 which is next week, right? I don't think they're... Because remember, the, you, we brought it up. They were combining two episodes in one week. But that's the final two episodes, right? That's what's going on. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So we will be back next week for uh, episode 10. So thanks again. Peace and have a good week.